welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzee. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. And NetHealth wants to talk about something important, patients and their outcomes, specifically how great it is when your whole practice is rallied around a solid outcomes management program. As a result, they are teaming up with Photo, which is focused on therapeutic outcomes, for the Clinical Outcomes Summit, October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee. You'll hear success stories and case studies from your peers about leveraging outcomes data for deep patient engagement, thoughtful business practices, clinician education, optimizing revenue, and more. There will also be motivating and inspiring keynote speakers, including my good friend and fellow women in PT, Michelle Colley from Performance PT, and also Daniel Lord from Crossover Health. And Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration by using the discount code LITZY, that's L-I-T-Z-Y, Go to www.outcomesnerd.com to register, learn more, and check out the agenda. And using the discount code, the full summit pass is only $150, so hopefully we'll see you there. Now on to today's episode. Jenna Cantor is back and she is hosting, and this was taped just after the Oxford debate, was, which was at the next conference in Chicago, Illinois, a couple of weeks ago. And in this recording, you will hear from both sides of the debate. And the Oxford debate covered the question, is, this, is social media hazardous to the profession of physical therapy? The pro team, which meant we agree it is hazardous to physical therapy, consisted of myself, Jimmy McKay, and Jared Hall. The con team, which felt it was not hazardous to social media, consisted of Ben Fung, Jody Pfeiffer, and Rich Severin. And you will hear from all six of us uh, during this podcast, and we discuss how each of the debaters prepared and crafted their arguments bias and how to research questions openly, the importance of respectful debate on controversial su- on controversial subjects, and much more. So everyone, please enjoy today's episode as we recap the Oxford debate from the next conference that was held in Chicago, Illinois a couple of weeks ago. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. Super excited to be talking here because I am at the next conference in 2019 in Chicago, Illinois, and there was an awesome debate, an Oxford debate, and I'm with almost all the team members. Rich right now needed to get a beer. Important, important, important news, facts, facts, not false news. So that being said, I want to just interview you guys on your process, especially because everyone here is either extremely present on social media or uses social media like a fiend. So it's, it's funny that we had these two opposing teams really fighting different arguments here where everyone pretty much is on the same page that we all use social media. It's great for business. There's no denying. So as I ask my questions. Would you guys say your name because people aren't going to necessarily, well, maybe for some, recognize your voice and also say what team you were on, whether it was Team Hazardous, which was, correct me, Jimmy, uh, which was the pro, the pro argument. The pro argument was saying that you were 
saying that social media is hazardous. And then the con team was Team Blues Brothers, which I have learned from Ben Fung. It would have been the Star Wars theme, except it had already been used in the past and they needed to be original. So that being said, I want to start off with hashtag Team Hazardous to find out and remember, introduce yourselves. What was your individual processes with finding your arguments since each of you are very present on social media? Yeah, Jim McKay, uh, uh, Team Hashtag Hazardous. I think, first of all, this was a very difficult argument for our opponents because, well, first of all, we didn't get to pick which, are, which sides. A lot of people think that we vied for the sides. We were literally just asked if we wanted to do the Oxford debate and then been given a side and given a team. So I want to make that very clear. I think they did a great job. I think they hit literally, I, I was keeping track all the points that I would have hit uh, if I were on that side. I thought that was the uphill battle. Um, because people, when, when they found out we were pro-social media, I was like, oh, you don't like social media. Um, but if you read the prompts for a debate very closely, it's like, is it hazardous, not is it good or bad, right? So we agreed. Like, all, all the things that the, 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 uh, the con side said we agree with, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it should be utilized. But just like PT, why do we take the NPTE exam? Because if improperly used, physical therapy could be hazardous. So that's why we take a, uh, a test that makes sure that we're a safe practitioner um, of physical therapy. So uh, my thought process was... I went on social media and wanted to grab all the kitsch, right? Like emojis and GIFs and videos and Beyonce doing dances because that's what people resonate with. But then focus on the things where I think it falls short. Everything falls short, right? There's no Shangri-La and social media is no different. So just focus on the, the things that were the, the, uh, the issues that stood out, right? So all I had to do is kind of just ask, what, what do you love about social media? Like what irks you? You know, what are the things that you wish were better? Um, and uh, as you heard from tonight, I think in past Oxford debates, sometimes it was hard to get four or five speakers to ask questions. And I think they had to cut them off because everybody, it resonates with everybody. And it's, it's super personal, right? I mean, what was the stat? How many people, how many minutes that people spend a, a day? 104, 116 minutes a day? Yeah, it's probably hard. But uh, so, so it's super personal for people. And, but I think, and again, the argument from the, the other side was just, is really hard. I, mean, I think you guys were put in awkward. You were put in a corner. Um, but here's the funny part. Like, you defended it. I think you defended that corner pretty well. Um, so that was my process. Karen, leadoff batter. Team Hazardous. <laughs> Hi, Karen Litzy, hashtag Team Hazardous. And I guess this is also my podcast, so that's weird. But, um, <laughs> um, but uh, so my process was... Um, pretty easy because I had just spoken about social media and informatics um, at WCPT in Geneva. So I was able to use a lot of that research and a lot of that information to inform this debate. And what I wanted to stick to was, um, I wanted to stick to the idea of fake news the idea of misinformation versus disinformation, because they're different, and how each one of those are hazardous. And then the other point I made was that it's not individual people, it's not individual groups, it's not even an individual platform, but if put all together, all of the platforms, add in misinformation, add in disinformation, add in people who don't know the difference between something that's factual and not. So if you put it all together, then that's pretty hazardous. But the parts in and of itself maybe aren't. Um, and then lastly, that social media is a tool. We need to really learn how to use it as a profession because it's not going anywhere as the 
Team Khan said, it's not going anywhere. So the best way that we can reach the people we need to reach is by using it properly and by making sure that we use it with integrity and honesty and good faith. Hi, I'm Jody Pfeiffer. I was for the con team, Team Blues Brothers. Um, I got to be the leadoff person as well. So I really just kind of wanted to set the tone. It was a hard argument. Everybody uses it. I would like to think most people try and use it well. We know this isn't always the case. And it is a really useful tool for our association and for our profession. But there are times when it is not. We were trying to just... I was trying to set the stage for my other team members to give them some things to work off of, give everybody a little introduction of the direction we were going. And I also tried to play off of our opponents a little bit as well because, you know, really their argument that they made so well kind of proved both sides, how good it is and the hazards. So, yeah, that was the direction that I went. Uh, this is Jared Hall. I was uh, on the pro team, hashtag Team Hazardous. And um, I remember when I was asked to be on, on the Oxford debate panel, uh, the same day I was scrolling through social media, of course, and I saw Rich Severin on Facebook saying, hey, look, I was selected to be for the Oxford debate. And I thought, man, he's super well-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> this dude knows his stuff. He's going to come in strong. And then, like, I checked my email an hour or two later, and I had been asked as well. And I was pretty floored. I was, uh, didn't know what to say. And they're like, do you want to do this Oxford debate? And uh, what side do you want to be on? And, of course, I said, I'm super active on social media. It's been helpful for me to find mentors, and it's really positively influenced my career. I want to be on the side that's pro-social media. And they said, cool, you're on the opposite side. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought to myself, ouch, okay, I need to look at this objectively, you know, I need, to, I need to step back away from the situation and look at ways that either I myself have been hazardous on social media or things that I've seen that, that uh, were hard for me to deal with on social media. And uh, when Karen and uh, Jimmy and I were, were strategizing, you know, we, we kind of came up with a couple of different points. We wanted to um, uh, eight mile you guys. We wanted to eight mile the other team and kind of take the bullets out of your gun. Uh, we wanted to address the points that we knew you would address, and Karen did a really awesome job of that because we knew you guys were going to come with such a strong argument and, and, and so much fire that we had to play a little bit of defense on the offense. And uh, Karen got everybody hyped up, and then our strategy was maybe um, go the opposite way in the middle with me and maybe bring a little bit of the emotional component, the, the other side of emotions, and uh, have people reflect on what does it feel like uh, to feel not good enough? What does it feel like to see everybody else's highlight reel on social media when in reality, um, you're doing the day in, the day out, the hard grudge, the hard trudge. You're putting in so much hard work, and all you see is everybody's positive stuff around you. And it can, it can be a really defeating feeling sometimes. So we wanted to emphasize um, you know, a lot of the articles that have been coming out across the profession about burnout and how that could potentially be hazardous. And you know, obviously, we're all in favor, favor of the appropriate usage of social media and when done the right way. But uh, to take the uh, pro side of this argument, we had to reflect on how could this 
really actually pose a hazard to us both personally and professionally and you know I think that that's one of the things that directed our approach and um, it was it was a hard thing to do to take the opposite side of uh, you know how I position myself but um, all of my own errors on social media were really good um, talking points and learning points to to drive home the, the discussion and uh, you know we just knew uh, that the other team was going to have such a strong argument. We knew that uh, it, it's really hard to ignore the fact that social media has connected us. It has allowed me to meet everybody at them sitting at the table with. It, it's allowed me to have uh, learning opportunities and mentorship, and it's allowed me to have business opportunities that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So we knew that the argument was just, it, it was going to be tough to beat. And, um, you know, I think that the crowd just resonated with everything that was said from both teams. And at the end of the day, we, we were able to shed light from both sides on a really difficult topic and have people, you know, reflect on it and really have some critical thought. Uh, ben Fung here. Uh, we, or uh, I was, uh, sorry, <laughs> Ben Fung and uh, part of the uh, con team. Uh, that was so difficult. Pro, pro con, yeah. So I mean, like, it, it was interesting. I had a very similar experience when they asked me to to be on the uh, the Oxford debate. They're like, "Hey, you know, uh, we'd like you to captain the team." I was like, "Okay, great." Um, what am I debating? <laughs> like, they, they would actually tell me. They're like, "Oh, it's about social media." I was like, "Okay, yes, I'll do it." And then they're like, "Okay, you're on the con team." And so immediately, I thought, like, "Oh, I have your job. Like, I have I have the team. You know, hashtag hazard." Uh, had his team job. I was like, I need to somehow slam on what much of my success has been attributed to. <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay, that's gonna be a tough job, right? And then what's interesting is that you know, then they sent me the prompt, and I was like, oh no, 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 I'm against the against statement, so I'm pro social media. And uh, you know, then you know, the real started turning. He's like, okay, I can I can promote this, and, and it was actually only in retrospect that I was like, oh, it can be an uphill battle. But then I decided just personally not to think about it from that perspective, from my you know debating approach, because we're trying to present, uh, you know, we're trying to present a point. Um, more importantly, just engage the audience, you know, because uh, the, this uh, Oxford debate uh, in the past, uh, for the most part, has been really positive and, and uh, entertaining. But then, uh, in some past years, have gotten a little too intense, I think, for um, for the audience and and some afterthought. So I just wanted to make sure that the thumping in the background stops, but also that um, you know people were engaged, entertained, you know, that uh, like you said, some critical thought. You know, like those that might have come into this being a, maybe a con member goes over to pro and, and vice versa. Um, but really, you know, it was, it was just really, really fun. You know, as people, I was like, I, you know, I know all these folks. It's going to be so much fun. And, you know, if we can bring even like an ounce of the kind of energy that I know we all have and put it together, that stage is just going to be vibrant. So, you know, from what I can tell, that's what happened. And, you know, I'm very pleased regardless of who wins. But congrats to you guys, though. You guys did a great job. Yeah, and this is Rich Severin. Uh, I was on the te con team, which is, again, this is incredibly difficult to kind of... Team Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah Team Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's a better way to go about it. Um, and uh, like everyone said, it, you know, this was... It's a difficult topic, um, right? You know, I asked, like, who were, you know, were on the other teams, um, you know, realizing that, you know, we're going against you know, some of the people who have, you know, some of the largest profiles in PT social media and Karen, Jared, and, and Jimmy... I'm like, they have a really tough task here. I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to go about this because it's like, you know, I, even, even I was like, man, I'm kind of glad I'm not on that side. I don't, I don't know if I could someone dig up a tweet quoting me and like, Rich Severin said PTs, 
social media hazards, whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, and, and, and realistically, the Oxford debate, you know, it's 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 to present a topic that's challenging, that's facing the profession, and and like and dissect it and debate it, and that's kind of the beauty of of it and having having fun doing it. And I think everyone there had fun. I had a lot of fun, um, and it was just it was just good. And I, I think you know the the, the pro pro team uh, or hashtag hazardous team. Uh, you know, they, they did a really good job. Um, it's not an easy topic to, to, to debate because, again, social media is kind of a tool and a lot of the problems are kind of the like, human nature in a certain sense on a, on a platform. Um, but, you know, addressing the issues of burnout, addressing the issues of people just wasting time, fake news, misinformation, you know, those were, you know, those were all good things to be kind of brought to light, um, you know, throughout, throughout that debate. And I think our group, you know, came across, like, obviously, with a, with a good argument, but... Uh, you know, came came on the, the short end a little bit today, but you know it was a good spirit, it's a good spirit of debate. It's a lot of fun, um, and uh, yeah, no, it was just it was, a, it was a great time, and I, I really, uh, again, the this, this, having having these conversations um, about tough issues, having to kind of take some time for introspection and looking through things was was enjoyable, um, and enjoying hearing other people kind of you know doing the same. You guys definitely did like I think put a lot of time into researching and um, discussing topics because it, it, it's a serious issue. You know, our, our younger population is growing up using social media in middle school, you know, and, it, you know, a topic I thought you guys would get into was like, you know, the, the bullying and self-esteem issues that are happening and the, the mental health issues, anxiety, depression. It's linked to social media, you know, and whether or not that's, that's the cause or it's, it's, a, it's a vehicle for that, for that outcome. Um, so, you know, I do agree with the safe, with the hashtag safe social, right? Like, yeah, you know, and, uh, and I, and I kind of led to like kinda, you know, our side too. It's, you know, it's, it's a tool and how, how you, how you use it. It's kind of really, really issue. And I think you guys brought a really, really good light to that issue. So yeah, it was, it was a great, great spirit of debate. Crowd had fun. I had a lot of fun. I mean, dressing up as the Blues Brothers in Chicago, right? I mean, it was so much fun. Thank you so much. Now, I just want to leave it. Not everybody needs to answer this, but I would like, if anybody would like to do a little last words in regards to this debate, whether it be some sort of wisdom on doing an Oxford debate in general, or pretty much what Rich started to do on when he was just last talking in regards to social media being hazardous or not so hazardous, would anyone here like to add on to that as a little like last mic drop? And on that note, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor and be right back with those answers. Are you interested in a free opportunity to check in with the latest thoughts of other rehab leaders? Well, I've got one for you. There's a new online rehab therapy community designed for the intersection of the clinical and business sides of rehab. It's the Rehab Therapy Operational Best Practices Forum. Catchy name, right? It's all about habits and initiatives that juice up your attendance, revenue, workflows, documentation, compliance, efficiency, and engagement, while allowing your provider teams to keep their eye on the prize, their patients, and outcomes. I personally believe that a better connected rehab therapy profession has the power to help more people. Jump in, subscribe, and join the conversation today. You can find the Rehab Therapy Operational Best Practices Forum at www. Dot nethealth.com slash healthy. It is your, she had the last, it's your podcast. Um, but uh, it, not, not so much towards social media. I think we, we've, we've hashed out the, the, the debate on both sides pretty well, um, which I think, again, it's the spirit of the debate is they present both sides. But um, 
and that's kind of where I'm getting at is that we need to have more of these kind of conversations and discussions. And, you know, to me, it's, it's almost kind of a shame that this is the only really time in our profession, like, you know, at, at a high level where we have these discussions where both sides do their due diligence. They like legitimately argue like, you know, and like, argue is not a bad thing, right? Debate is not a bad thing. If it's done well, done amongst colleagues and friends and um, with mutual respect, and uh, we need to have more of that, right? You know, it's, it's, and it kind of goes back to social, social media is not necessarily a bad thing, but arguments not necessarily a bad thing, but it's how you, how you go about doing it. So, um, I, you know, I would encourage the profession to have more of these outside of just the Oxford debate. The women's, or pelvic, I think pelvic health now? Did they change their name? Uh, I saw something about it. It is now, yeah. So they, yeah. Well, when it was the women's health section, yeah. pelvic health academy, uh, whatever it is now. Um, the uh, which is a uh, is a great change yeah. for that for that don't yeah but um you know that they did they did one on dry needling a couple years ago and that was awesome and and I'd really encourage um, and support that again you know so that's that's my little I don't know if it's a mic drop or not but <laughs> we need to debate more and do it well yeah. <laughs> um, yeah Rich I totally agree with that and this is the thing we were able to do that because we were in front of each other. And we knew that there is no um, malicious intent behind it. We can hear each other. We know that we're smiling at each other. We're clapping for each other. And we're kind of building each other up. And I think that's where, when you have debates on social media, as Jared can attest to, and Rich, um, sometimes those spiral into something that's really not great. Um, and so I think to have these kinds of discussions in person with our colleagues and it's good modeling and, and it's good modeling for the next generation and it just I think you know social media has a lot of great upside to it um, there's no question but there's nothing beats an in-person um, interactions and I think that that's what we need more of and I do see that pendulum shifting and you do see more in-person things happening now um, but I agree I, I, and I also thought it was like a lot of fun and I was really really nervous to do it and super scared to get up on stage and and do all of this but then once it started um, it was a lot of fun so <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it thank you so much you guys for taking this time especially after literally right after the debate it is an absolute pleasure to have each of you on here well I want to thank Jenna Cantor for organizing this uh, great interview with everyone who took part in the Oxford debate and again I want to thank Jimmy McKay Rich Severin Jody Pfeiffer Jared Hall and Ben Fung for a really uh, informative and also entertaining debate. And of course, I want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, NetHealth. So again, NetHealth is teaming up with Photo, which is focused on therapeutic outcomes for the Clinical Outcomes Summit, which is October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee. You can talk about how great it is when your whole practice is rallied around a solid outcomes management program. Aside from having the power to influence better patient results, you have the right data to assess clinic performance, oversee quality, assess and mentor clinicians, understand patient sentiment, and market to referring physicians. And healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration by using the discount code LITSI. The full summit pass is only $150. So go to www.outcomesnerd.com to register and learn more and check out the agenda. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. 
and don't forget to follow us on social media.